Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're getting a little taste of what the farm is like when everyone is gone in a story called Koozie George and the Rolling Stone, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into today's story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in getting the Koozie George podcast into the ears of new listeners. So make sure you write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the stories. Another way you can help support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks! And now, let's make sure we have everything we need for the story. Um, let's see... Uh, got my left ear for listening, um, yeah, uh, yeah, got my right ear for listening, um, uh, do I need to use my mouth? Uh, well, I guess I do, but maybe you don't? Unless you have a question or something like that, in which case, you can just pause or something. Oh, then you'll need your finger! Huh, what else? Koozie hmm. George and the Rolling Stone once upon a time, Koozie George, Rabbit Sebastian, and Moozy George were running through the fields in their bathing suits, headed for the swimming hole. Oh man, this is going to be so fun, said Koozie. I know, ever since we got out here, I've been wanting to go swimming, said Rabbit. Just you wait, the swimming hole is the best, said Moozy. There's a rope swing and a big rock we like to jump off of. Whoa, a rock? Yeah, you know, like a boulder. A boulder? You know, like a rock. A rock? Moosey stopped and looked at Koozie and Rabbit. Come on, you guys. You gotta know what a rock and boulder are. I know what a rock is. Yeah, we know what a rock and boulder are. Okay, then. You're freaking me out when you're like, a rock? A boulder? Oh, well, that's just because I have no idea what a rock and boulder have to do with swimming. They don't have anything to do with swimming. Then why are you even talking about them? Because we're headed to the swimming hole. But you said a rock and a boulder have nothing to do with swimming. What's going on, Moosey? Now you're kind of freaking us out. Okay, gosh, just relax. A rock and a boulder don't have anything to do with swimming. Then why are you even talking about them? Would you let me finish? Okay, there's a big giant rock sitting by the side of the swimming hole. I like to jump off the rock into the water because it's fun and awesome. Oh! That's what you were talking about! Oh yeah, that's what you were talking about! Hey, I don't sound like that! I hate to break it to you, Koozie, but yeah, you kind of sound like that. Man, you city folk, what else are you supposed to do with a big giant rock sitting by the water? I don't know, you are describing a scenario that I have not yet been confronted with. Yeah, we don't really have big giant boulders sitting next to water where we live. You don't? No, the only place to swim is in the big pool at the park. Or Sally's house. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, do any of those poos have diving boards? Yeah. Huh. Well, a big giant rock is basically the same thing. <laughs> Moosey, let me tell you something about rocks. Whoa, you jump off the big giant rock into the water just like a diving board? Yeah, it's so fun. Oh, yeah, duh. A rock in that sense is exactly like a diving board. Have you ever seen a diving board before? Have you ever jumped off one into a pool? It can be super fun and sometimes super scary. 
Koozie had jumped off plenty of diving boards in his many trips to the pool, but he was having a hard time imagining jumping off of a big giant rock. Koozie squished his eyebrows together as he thought about a diving board bouncing up and down, and then a rock somehow doing the same thing. Hmm, maybe there's like a squishy rock that bounces you up and down like a diving board? Thought Koozie to himself. Moosey could see his cousin trying to imagine something pretty hard. Koozie had this confused sort of look on his face, with his bunched up eyebrows and his little eyeballs looking up in a way while his mouth hung slightly open. Careful there, Koozie. Don't hurt yourself. Huh? What? Let's just get to the swimming hall so I can show you how fun it is to go rock jumping into the water. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's do it, yelled Koozie. I ain't never swam in a hole before, but I guess there's a first for everything. Moosey stopped for a second to look at Koozie and then kept running. He thought about explaining to Koozie what a swimming hole actually is, but some things are just easier to show than to talk about. And with that, the three friends kept on running towards the edge of the fields, towards the swimming hole. Meanwhile, back at the farm, the animals had stirred up quite a bit, knowing they were all alone now. As you remember, Uncle Fuzz, Aunt Mabel, and Cousin Nellie had all gone off to the farmer's market for the rest of the day. Uncle Fuzz left Moosey in charge of locking up the animals and getting some chores done before they can go swimming. The boys did a pretty good job locking things up. Uh, except for Little Stone, the baby cow. Moosey was supposed to tie Stone up real good in his pen, but Moosey was in a hurry to finish the chores and head off to go swimming. He didn't tie Stone up, and now there was nobody around to keep an eye on the animals. Whenever the animals were left all alone on the farm, they got a little uneasy. It can be a pretty scary thing to be all alone at home. Some animals didn't like it at all. Oh, we don't like this at all, said the cows. We hate being by ourselves, said the sheep. <laughs> this is the best, said one of the goats. His name was Stanley. Stanley the goat. Oh, baby, I'm gonna bust out of this here pen and get some fresh, fresh food from the barn. <laughs> Stanley the goat was a nice little fella, mostly. He obeyed the rules when the people were around, but it seemed like every single time the people left. Stanley got real interested in doing his own thing, and today his own thing was getting at some more food in the barn. Stanley pranced over to the gate of the pen he shared with the rest of the goats and began Operation Escape. Stanley, not again, said one of the other goats. <laughs> I got the freedom, itch, Gertrude. There ain't nothing gonna stop me, <laughs> replied Stanley. You see, this was not the first time Stanley the goat escaped out of his stall. He had a pretty nice routine for it, too. He would knock over one of the feeding buckets and roll it over to the lowest part of the fence, right near the gate. Then he would grab one of the shortest ramps at the bottom of the little goat houses and place it up against the fence. All right, I'll see y'all later, said Stanley to all his goat friends. See you later, Stanley, unless you're dead, replied one of the other goats. Nope, Stanley ain't dying today, said Stanley as he ran up to the board on top of the fence and jumped with all his might over the fence <gasps> and got his back legs stuck in the fence, just like they always do. It didn't really hurt very much, but Stanley knew how to wiggle his way free and plop himself down on the other side of the fence. It wasn't the smoothest escaped plan ever, but it did work. The only problem was that he couldn't get back inside once he jumped out. But Stanley didn't care. 
He only cared about one thing. Fresh, fresh food. Or at least what he thought was fresh food. He didn't realize that the people used the same food and poured it into the goats' feeding buckets every morning. But there was something special about eating out of the big bag, and Stanley loved it. <laughs> Stanley's free! So long, my goats! said Stanley as he pranced across the barnyard towards the barn. Stanley was so happy to be out of the stall, there was something dangerous about being out here in the wild. He pranced his way through the big barn doors and right past Baby Stone's little pen. Remember, Moosey had placed a box right in front of Stone's pen door. Well, when Stanley was prancing around like a magical fairy goat, he accidentally bumped the box and knocked it out of the way. Oh, there's the food bag. Ha 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 Stanley's hungry, he said as he charged over to the bag and began chomping. <laughs> Stanley was busy eating as much food as he could that he didn't notice Baby Stone open up his pen door and walk outside. Meanwhile, Bungie and Noodle were laying out on the front porch of the house. This was their first time being without people on the farm, and it felt a little scary and a little cool at the same time. Isn't this amazing? said Noodle to Bungie. There's no people around here. If a lion comes and attacks us, we'll have to take care of it ourselves. Bungie rolled her eyes a little. Why would you even want that to happen? This porch is like a warm blanket, and without the people here, it's so peaceful and quiet. Bungie and Noodle had been sitting on the front porch for a while, basking in the hot sun. Tasha, the big German shepherd, was laying underneath a wheelbarrow just on the other side of the front yard. Misha the cat was fast asleep on top of the wheelbarrow, soaking in the warmth of the sun without a care in the world. Hey, Bungie, let's go explore! Explore? You mean leave this perfect spot? Yeah, come on! Nope, not a chance. Aw, you're no fun, and you're starting to make a lot of noise. If you're going to explore, then go on, explore, and bring all your talking with you. Whatever, I'll go explore this place. Ooh, this is so cool. So Noodle left Bungie on the porch and began exploring the farm all by himself. First, he walked around the house. It wasn't the most adventurous thing to do, but Noodle had never explored a place this big before, all by himself and without any people around, he decided that it was the best way to start with something easy like this first. After he walked around the house, he went to the chicken coop off to the side. It was away from the house a bit, but still pretty close. The chickens weren't all that excited to see Noodle snooping around. What are you doing here, silly dog? Asked one of the chickens. Oh, nothing. I'm just exploring. What are you guys doing? Oh, uh, we are doing nothing. <laughs> we are not trying to escape, right, guys? No, no, no. We love it here. It is the best. Is that a shovel? What? No, we have chickens. We don't use shovels. <laughs> I don't even know what the shovel is. What's a shovel? Oh, never mind. I'll just keep exploring. See you guys later. Oh, yes. You will totally see us later because we will be here eating our food and stuff because we love it here. Goodbye, silly dog. All right, he's gone. Back to work. So Noodle walked around the chicken coop and headed over to the pig pen. Noodle was always amazed at how big Priscilla was. Priscilla was the prized hog. She would just lay on her side halfway in the shade and halfway in the sun. 
Noodle stopped to admire her for a bit, and then kept exploring. Next came the silo, or as Noodle liked to think of it, the big tube. It looked like someone had taken a giant toilet paper roll and stuck it in the ground and put a hat on it. You see, a silo is a tall cylinder that holds grain. Uh, a cylinder is, well, have you ever seen an empty toilet paper roll? That's a cylinder. It's long and round. Did you know if you have two empty toilet paper rolls, you can put them side by side and make binoculars? Anyways, farmers use silos to store grain for their farm. They are sometimes one of the tallest things on a farm, and they are usually a gray color because they are mostly made of metal. But you know, some farmers paint their silos with fun stuff like rainbows, or caterpillars, or rocket ships. If you were a farmer who had a silo, what would you paint on it to make it look cool? So, Noodle walked around the big, tall silo and then headed for the barn. As he got closer to the barn doors, he could hear something coming from inside. Hey, what is that sound out of here? Wondered Noodle to himself. He got closer and the sound got louder. It sounded like there was a monster inside the barn eating stuff. Noodle got a little scared. What if it was a lion? Was Noodle going to be able to stop it all by himself? Maybe he should go and get Tasha to help him out. No, I can't get Tasha. She's just going to look at me and roll her eyes. No, I have to take care of this all by myself. So Noodle held his head up high and marched over to the doors of the barn and peeked inside. Everything inside looked fine. Whoa! That bag just moved, and there was that noise again. Noodle jumped back in fear, and then poked his little head around the corner again to take another look. Yep, that bag is totally moving, all right, thought Noodle. But at least it's a small bag, and whatever's inside can't be that big. Noodle crept closer and closer to the bag. The monster noises were definitely coming from the bag, and whatever was inside of it. <laughs> Noodle was imagining a tiny lion getting into the animal feed and then growing bigger and bigger. Noodle shook his head. He had to focus. He didn't have much experience on a farm and absolutely no experience with tiny lions, but he knew he had to take care of whatever this was. Noodle came right up next to the bag and leaned his nose forward right up next to it and gave a sniff. Huh? What's that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Ah! Don't eat me! Don't eat me! It was Stanley the goat! Stanley had poked his head out from the feeding bag right as Noodle was sniffing it, and they both scared the bananas out of each other. Stanley screamed and ran outside. Ah! And Noodle barked and ran towards the nearest pen inside the barn! Whoa! What was that? Was that a goat? How did a goat get out of the goat pen? He's not supposed to be out of the goat pen! Hey! What's this? Noodle stopped and looked around where he was. He was right in front of Baby Stone's little pen, and the gate was open. Hey, this is Stone's pen. Why is the gate open? Ten seconds later, Noodle came running up to the main house, barking his little head off. Hey, could you keep it down? Barked Tasha from under the wheelbarrow. He's gone! He's gone! He's gone! He's gone! He's gone! He's gone! Tasha jumped up. What's that? Who's gone? What's going on? Noodle stopped and took a deep breath. 
I was in the barn, exploring, and I found Stanley in there eating out of one of the feed bags. Oh, is that all? Stanley jumps out of his pen twice a week. He knows better than to wander off. It's not any trouble. No, it's not Stanley. When I was in the barn, I went by Baby Stone's pen, and he's not in there. What do you mean he's not in there? He's gone, he's gone. The gate was open and Stone is gone. Tasha didn't like the sound of that at all. She darted off towards the barn to check things out for herself. Misha got up with all the commotion and was looking around. Even Bungie picked herself off the porch and walked over to the wheelbarrow. What's going on? Stone's gone! Stone's gone? Yep! Wait, are you sure? Said Misha as she jumped down from the wheelbarrow. The gate was open when I found it and Stone wasn't inside! Just then, Tasha came running back over. It's true! Stone is gone! I caught his scent on the back side of the barn and we must go after him! Why? Won't he just hang around the farm? <laughs> He's not around the farm! His scent leads off towards the forest! The forest? Oh no! Bungie and Noodle were getting a little worried. Poor baby Stone could be gone forever! But not on Tasha's watch. Tasha gave another loud bark. <laughs> and ran off to the other animal pens. She was letting all the animals know to stay put and not go out of their pens. Tasha was also making plans to go on a search party to find Baby Stone. A search party, said Misha. Is that really necessary? Ruff. A member of our family is missing. How dare you suggest we sit back and do nothing? I wasn't, I wasn't suggesting that, I was just- Enough talking! We must head off at once to find the little one! Little? That dude ain't little, even by dog standards! Seriously, Noodle? Come on. Oh, sorry. Everyone, let's move! And with that, Tasha, Noodle, and Bungie headed out to go look for Baby Stone. Alright, you guys go on and get Stone. I'll stay here and uh, hold down the fort. Misha! Get your fuzzy behind over here! We're going to need all the help we can get! Alright, alright, I'm coming! Gosh, don't get your tail in a knot! So Tasha, Noodle, Bungie, and Misha headed off across the fields towards the forest to find Baby Stone. This was going to be a daring adventure of epic proportions! The other animals looked on towards the brave dogs and cats as they began their search. All the animals except for the chickens, that is. They were busy trying to saw through the floorboards with a plastic knife. Faster, Lupe, faster! We're almost free of this wretched place! <laughs> Tasha had a stern face on as she ran as fast as she could. She thought about poor baby Stone all alone out there in the wild with no one to protect him or take care of him. What if a wolf came up and discovered a poor defenseless cow? What if a badger came up to no good and was teasing poor baby Stone? There was no point in worrying about all the what-ifs. There was only one thing to do, and Tasha was determined to search everywhere until they found the poor little cow, and she would attack anything that dared mess with him. Misha, on the other hand, even though she really liked Baby Stone, was definitely less enthusiastic about the rescue attempt. It's not like she loved the idea of Baby Stone being in danger, but she just really, really liked to take naps. I think Misha wouldn't even have gone out to look for Stone if Tasha hadn't insisted. One thing was for sure, Misha was going to take a few extra naps when they got back. Noodle was feeling the adrenaline rushing through his whole body. This was all so scary and exciting all at once. Noodle felt so proud that he had been the one to discover the missing cow, 
but he was glad to have Tasha to lead the search party. Noodle didn't think that he could have organized everybody so well. Not like this. Not by himself. Tasha was big and strong, and she seemed to know exactly what to do. Noodle was running right beside Tasha and tried to copy everything she was doing. Bungie was worried about Baby Stone. As soon as she saw him when they came to the farm, there was a special connection. Bungie was willing to be out here on the search party, but she wasn't really sure how much use she was going to be. Tasha and Misha had been on the farm, and they knew more about the dangers of the wild. Even Noodle was more useful than she was. He had those big, sharp canine teeth, and he was much bigger than Bungie, even though he was still just a puppy. But Bungie wanted to help. Even if it was just a little bit, she wanted to be the one to find Baby Stone. Just then, Tasha stopped and looked sharply to her left. There was some rustling in the leaves over there. What is it? asked Noodle. There's something over there, replied Tasha. It carries the scent of stone, but there is something else there too. Stone? Stone? We found Baby Stone? asked an excited Bungie. Finally, finally, that's about time. My legs are killing me, said Misha. Shh, get down. Whatever it is, is coming this way. Well, let it come. It's better than us going to get it way over there. But we don't even know what it is. Or if Baby Stone is even still alive. Oh no, I hope he's still alive. The rustling in the leaves became clearly defined footsteps. It didn't sound like anything big. It sounded soft. Like whatever it was, was good at staying quiet if it really wanted. And then, there came the distinct sound of hoofsteps. Which could only be from Baby Stone. Stone is alive! Those hoofsteps could only be from him! Tasha looked down at Noodle and nodded her head in approval. Just then, there was a big snap, and out from behind a large bush came sweet little baby Stone. Stone, he's all right, he's all right. Get over here, little cow, let's get out of here. Hurrah! And then something else came out from behind the bush. It was another animal, a cat to be precise. Greetings for the felines and canines. Whoa, who could that be? That voice, that voice sounded familiar. Hmm, I guess we'll just have to find out next time. So be sure to join us as we continue our little series in the country. Remember, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. Goodbye! <laughs>